0: from Sam Coates at the time he says in Capital Letters Trump says Brexit deal sounds like a good deal for the EU the EU and and Salman Trump says Brexit agreement as it stands means the UK may not be able to trade with the US just leave us alone Trump <laughs> please
1: <laughs> we endured enough already
0: <laughs> oh goodness
1: the strong and stable for the many not Call them, call them, call them, bore them. Hello, welcome to Breakfast Means Breakfast.
0: <laughs> you did it! You were like that Tory leader in Wales. Oh goodness! They're, they're just what, whatever his name he, is. I
1: think he's gone now. Well, hopefully we'll dispose
0: of another Tory leader soon. Fingers crossed. But as someone was trying to say, this is Breakfast Means Breakfast. And I'm George, and I'm Salman, and today it's going to be a very interesting show. What have we got ahead of us? Um,
1: Brexit, 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 <laughs> Brexit, non-stop fun, 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 fun. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so we decided to start podcasts, podcast. Um, had a mid-life crisis, mid-teen crisis, Mid-t- crisis. <laughs> mid-twenties crisis, mid-twenties um, crisis, and uh, we thought we'd decide to start a podcast and share our opinions. Um, We know you value them so much.
0: To all three of our listeners, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Please tune in again. Please, Nan, thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, the first thing we're going to be talking about uh, Theresa May today uh, had a statement in uh, the Commons uh, about her Brexit deal. We learned today that the meaningful vote uh, will take place on the 11th of December. Mm -hmm. Deal or no deal?
0: Deal or no deal? I think this deal is absolutely shambolic. It sells Remain voters and Leave voters down the drain. But she has managed to unite the country. Everyone dislikes this deal. And I don't think there will be a parliamentary majority for this. There won't be a parliamentary majority for no deal.
1: So, what do you think? What, what, mean... what do you think about this deal? There's apparently over 90 Conservative MPs that have already come out against it. And that's only Conservative MPs. Got the D P against it, DP Labour against, against it. against it, Labour against it. Maybe Caroline Flint might vote for it. <laughs> <laughs> we have one Labour MP. I, I don't
0: think there'll be many Labour Nikki MPs. Morgan
1: is voting for it, so that's two MPs in total.
0: I don't think there'll be many Labour MPs voting for it. And um, I'm sure the constituency Labour parties would have something to raise if they did. But it's going to be interesting because... She has two weeks, two-ish weeks to sell her deal. Um, how, how is she going to do it? Do you think she will?
1: Well, apparently there was, there was a leaked grid a few weeks ago um, on who, who, who's going to sell it. Uh, Shinzo Abe. The, yeah, the CBI first, <laughs> then, then Shinzo Abe. <laughs> and what did we find out? Shinzo Abe was apparently going to come next month to the UK. But- Terrible. Terrible. But delayed until New Year now, so that's it's, going yeah, terrible. Like, you can't, you can't tell
0: the plans to the UK. It's a shame. Like, all these not tory MPs are going to be hanging on Shinzo Arby's every word, but <laughs> there we are. Um, but it's going to be interesting, and I think this Brexit deal, I, I think, is calamitous. Parliament's going to reject it, and if
1: it is rejected, what is going to happen next? Well, apparently, with the, this whole TARP strategy, I don't know if you've heard of it. I, well, I, it. I only heard about it until the other, the other day. About how um, uh, she's going to bring bring the deal uh, to Parliament. It's going to fail. Mm-hmm. Markets are going to crash. She she goes, aha! Look look at the markets. Uh, isn't that terrible? Do you want to vote again? Um, well, yeah. If the, I'm not sure how well that's going to work. If
0: the deal was rejected, they've got twenty one days to renegotiate. And I I don't see any substantial change that's going to happen because Theresa May has said this is the best we're going to get. I don't think much is going to change. So it's very clear that I think what's going to happen is that the Brexit deal is going to be rejected and then Parliament will reject the government. And I think there will be a vote of no confidence in the government and I think the parliamentary arithmetic will be there. Especially when the DUP are basically saying supplying confidence is over. It's game over. So, this is the chance to essentially, for the Labour Party to bring down this government once and for all and either attempt to form a minority government called a snap election which, if the Tories are in opposition, would support, or or we don't get a new government within the 14 days of no confidence and a snap election is ahead of us. And then Theresa May, if she wants to seek a new mandate, she would have to seek a new mandate from the country via an election and Labour would lay out their alternative plans and seek their own mandate as well. And fingers crossed it will end up with uh, Jeremy Corbyn
1: as Prime Minister. Well, just before that horrible, horrible thought, whether she can, can renegotiate the deal, I just don't understand why the EU doesn't give us the, the unilateral withdrawal mechanism. Because I For the backstop. For the, for the, sorry, for the backstop, because I can't see any Prime Minister actually using it. I mean, so the political reality is it's not going to be used. And the EU are currently risking no deal to stop government pulling out and having no deal in the future, which I, I find baffling. I hope they, they shift on that, um, when, <coughs> when it does fill in the comments the first time round, It'd be such an easy win for the EU and the UK and it'd bring a lot of Brexiteers on side. It, it'd should be an easy win and it's something that they wouldn't have to worry about too much because the political reality of using it would be so dire for a PM to do anyway. Because by using the the unilateral uh, mechanism to to end the backstop, you'd effectively effectively be saying yes, we want no deal, and I just can't see any reasonable PM doing that.
0: So. So currently, at the moment, the UK and the EU both need to mutually agree that we'd leave this backstop. Um, for those who don't know, um, and obviously those are in favour of parliamentary sovereignty are dead yeah. against it because. Otherwise, we can be in a position where we could be a part of this backstop for decades because the EU could keep saying no, no, no. I agree. I, I agree. I think the EU really do need to give us the unilateral choice to leave the backstop. And um, it, it's it's strange that they won't. It's strange that they won't. But I think regardless that this deal would fail even if the unilateral backstop I don't know. I'm, I'm not too
1: sure because that, <coughs> that, I, I think that's one of the key issues for Brexiteers is on only... this withdrawal Deal.
0: for brexiteers but it's not just the brexiteers in parliament there, there is enough there is enough I'd, I'd admit that but there are also enough tory rebels when they actually do rebel which is very rarely these days that the the parliamentary rhythmic could work which, in the which tory
1: rebels because this, this, this tory yeah Yeah. Uh, very few of them, but even them, some of them are coming out in support of May's deal. Yeah, they'll come out in support of May's and deal. Because Nicky Morgan was one of the first MPs today to, yeah. to talk in support of May's deal. And I think even Anna Subri, well, Ken Clark has said he's voting for the deal. Anna Soubry, I think, has signal she may vote for the deal. And, and I so
0: think that, over the next few weeks, I do think over the next few weeks, it won't be 90, it will go down and down and down because the Tories, they don't rebel. They don't rebel, and there are incentives, you know, there's an article in Daily Mail today saying basically if you vote for this deal, you're a Brexiteer, we know you're against it, but if you vote for it, you could get a peerage, and I think that's really dodgy, I think it's really dodgy. And I don't like that. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, but there will be incentives. I mean, there will be. I
1: mean, that comes from John Hayes, I Yeah, I mean, a, it can't be verified. a knighthood. But apparently, he'll be voting against the deal anyway. Well, there we which are. Is, which is a cock but, up and a half.
0: It's knighthoods, peerages, and I think it's just using the system to benefit these Tory MPs to support this deal. To get them to go against their instincts and their constituents and what is best for the country for their own self gain. And I think people will call it out for what it is. It's nepotism and it's bad. Um, but I think it will be interesting. I think the numbers will go down. And the thing I'm looking forward to most, because this is unprecedented, a TV debate between Theresa May and Jeremy Corbyn. And honestly, I can't wait for it. Jeremy Corbyn's going to do, he was really good on the TV debates last time. And Theresa May. And she might not even turn up. That's the thing. This is whole. This is whole thing. So it was leaked from number ten that Theresa May might be willing to do it, thinking that maybe Jeremy Corbyn might not be going for it. Literally that evening, they said, "Oh, Jeremy Corbyn can't wait to do this. He's going to go ahead with this. He relishes the chance." And now it's like it's all up in the air. So they, they all, I think Theresa May. I think she will do it in the end. But the fact that it's not already clarified, saying "Bring
1: it on, Jeremy,"
0: is is telling. So it's, it's like she's running it's away again, maybe.
1: Such a bad idea. There, there isn't. Uh, how do you even win that kind of debate? Uh, I mean, so first it's going to be just with Jeremy Corbyn. I th- uh, the other other parties. i have tried to muscle in, into this. I I don't know what I don't know what it adds to have Nicola Sturgeon in there or. It um, just needs to be between or, ch- or Vince Cable, who, who Vince Cable has a weird position where the Lib Dem position is. support a second referendum but he's he's always feeling sorry for Theresa May.
0: The two people who are realistically likely to become Prime Minister in in the next couple of weeks, it could happen. Anything could happen in the next few weeks. Parliamentary Rippentick could change and either one of them could be Prime Minister very very soon. So it should be between those two. It should be about the Brexit deal and their wider plans for the country as well. But Theresa May can only gain from it within the parliamentary circles. I don't think she's going to sell it to the public. And I think Jeremy Corbyn will benefit from that um, because the plan is so bad and so easy to attack and so easy to lay out his domestic uh, agenda to the country. But within the parliamentary circles of getting Tory rebels to get on board, that's why she's doing it. Those 19 One thing that is interesting
1: is that she is gaining <clears throat> some support with the public on her general position. I mean, mm. after the deal was released, everyone wanted her gone. But I, th- I think I remember hearing or reading about women in the country backing Corbyn, and then, but now they're back, back me again. People move all the time. Of
0: course they do. They like. But it- but
1: it's interesting that do the public feel sorry for me? I kind of get that feeling. They are starting to feel bad French want her to get on with it now because they don't trust, I mean as fortunate for you as it is, they don't trust Corbyn to negotiate Brexit, they don't trust Boris to negotiate Brexit, they don't don't trust Mog, they don't know who Sajid Javid or David Davis are to negotiate Brexit. So they want May to negotiate Brexit, they hate this deal but they want her to carry on negotiating.
0: But then consistent polling shows overwhelming rejection of of support for the deal, it is rejected yeah, no, I by agree.
1: no one likes it. No
0: one. No one likes it, and, and you know we did we did see a fluctuation because obviously when it first came out it was rock bottom, and now it's just slightly above rock bottom. And Theresa May is hoping that it gets higher and higher and higher, and that attitudes change. I don't. I, I, I don't th- see it. I don't think it will happen, but she's going to do this debate to get the parliamentary party on board because. Some of them do fear Jeremy Corbyn. They've got nothing to fear. I, I think that they definitely do not have anything to fear. Will Corbyn will be
1: a debate. Re- will allow Corbyn to start his domestic agenda as well. I think. Yes. I think Corbyn being there debating with me in itself will scare quite a few consultants Piece, anyway. it,
0: it will, and it will, and you know, Tory rebels don't rebel because they're terrified of a Labour government led by Jeremy Corbyn. I say the country of nothing to fear, and you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, they will have a Labour government not led by Jeremy I'm Corbyn very George. soon. They're definitely cross not. They're definitely not. I can't wait for it. But no, um because a lot of people are fed up of Brexit as well. A lot of people are fed up of talking just about Brexit. They want to yeah, talk about living standards, homelessness in the UK, public services, the NHS, and I think this would be the opportunity to to bring domestic issues back on the agenda. And Jeremy Corbyn is going to win on that because he actually has the vision and plans which can unite the country. Um, I think people are fed up of austerity yeah. the last eight years and want investment. So Public I assault. can't wait for it because he's going to do fantastic. He was good at the TV debates. Um, I think he did a lot better at the Miliband in 2015. And I think the more, Ge-
1: bar, the, the, fair,
0: the more people see of Jeremy Corbyn and happy his warrior. platform, the <laughs> happy warrior, I remember that. Oh, that was very niche. Um, But the more people see of Jeremy Corbyn and his plans for the country, as we saw in the election campaign, we saw a massive increase in support for Labour and Jeremy Corbyn himself. So I can't wait for this. This is going to be great. And fingers crossed, a vote of no confidence follows, and then we uh, get a snap election. It's interesting
1: about the motion of confidence because the DUP said they'll review if the deal goes. If the deal goes through, they'll review it. Yeah. If it doesn't, they won't review it.
0: Oh, I don't agree with that. But they've said that. They yeah. Said that
1: publicly. Interestingly, I, I, I think I heard it on Mar with Arlene Foster on on the Marshall on Sunday. She, her her biggest issue, obviously being the DUP, is the the apparent sea border in the Irish Sea. Mm-hmm. They're not too concerned about immigration mm-hmm. and free movement of people. So if there is this move apparently for a Norway style deal, apparently there's like a gang of five in the cabinet that will resign. Apparently. Philip Hammond will resign. Oh, the big hit is went, there. Um, <laughs> and they'll push for a soft Brexit. EFTA, yeah, EFTA. Yeah, EFTA. European free trade that, area. That'd be really interesting if the DUP get involved in that too, because you could have a decent number of Labour rebels. Well, the Labour remainers, the yeah. soft Brexit slash second referendums, yeah. and don't get me started on and those that support a second referendum, mm-hmm. they do mind not. <laughs> but you get them, you get some uh, uh, some. Tory Remainers, and even, I think, some soft, like, leavers in the Conservative Party. I mean, Michael Gove apparently is warming to that idea as well. It's really interesting. Uh, 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 as a temporary measure or as a Yeah, apparently, well, apparently as a temporary measure, but yeah, who knows what happened. I, I, I think, for, for me, and my perspective is that freedom of movement has to end to respect the result in any way. Any, any way. You but, can't, but you can't... It's not consistent to say you respect the result and still have freedom of movement. It's not. And... Um, so I'd be worried about not respecting the result properly. But it's interesting to see that this alliance can be formed. The DUP are concerned about this deal, May's deal, because of the apparent border in the Irish Sea, but they could be brought on board with an after-style deal.
0: So, if they are going to switch support and allegiance if the deal passes, and they could do it anyway if the deal doesn't pass, surely the parliamentary arithmetic could be there? for a change of government. Now, it would be a very thin majority. Is the DUP is keeping the Tories afloat. They've got they 317 are. MPs. But, you know, not the DUP, my goodness. <laughs> oh, God, that would be The <laughs> Prime Minister Arlene, well, she's in charge anyway. <laughs> um, but, uh, strange, but no, uh, the parliamentary arithmetic could be there for a temporary change in government, a minority Labour government well, with a rainbow it, coalition and a snap the, election. It's
1: interesting the language uh, Arlene Foster uses, that they'll... Review the deal. What does that mean? There's still a decent chunk of Tory MPs, and and probably the PM as well. Thinks that kind of bluffing. And I I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to risk that. My my question to you is,
0: my question to you is, is, as a Conservative, then, right? Brexit deal gets through Parliament, but the DUP to switch alliance. Labour managed to get a minority. Wait, hold on. But Labour managed to get a minority government in, and there's a snap election. Theresa May's leader. What do you think she would will happen be, there? She will be leader. No, no, because she, she, I mean, in, in case yeah, because she would be ousted as prime minister, but Labour would be calling snap election straight away to, to get you, a fresh I mean, mandate. What have would a you quick think about leadership
1: election? She give me the. <laughs> she me the I, I...
0: Do Do you think in the case this happened? Now this is a big hypothetical. What do you think would happen in that election campaign? Because the incumbent prime minister, which would be Jeremy Corbyn in this case, would be. I
1: can't. What. But... That's hypothetical on hypothetical. It let, is let, hypothetical. Uh, let me just break that down for a, for a, for a second. Cool. I Sure, the DP may review and even end its support for the Conservative <laughs> government. That doesn't mean they'll vote in a motion of confidence against the government. But I, I, I mean, she could say, Arlene can say, right, I'm not going to support any of your... Does she sound like that? <laughs> 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 Don't try my normal accent. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing it here. I'm not doing it here. Um... I can't see it. I can see it saying, "No, we're not going to support you on, on your bills. Any any further legislation you want." So I mean, the government may be forced to call a general election because we're just a zombie government. But I, if there was a motion no confidence in the government, that doesn't necessarily mean the DUP support the no confidence. Yeah, that's government. true. That's true. So they could they could end the content supply agreement. Also, and also, Vince Cable is definitely going to support this government. <laughs> I mean, was I he mean, was a minister there for but years. We're, yeah. We're realistically. Um, there could be, actually, a few uh, Labour rebels on, on, on that. Well, no vote, like, no
0: confidence, no way.
1: I mean, like... No way. John Woodcock, for example, not Labour. It's not but, Labour but, anymore, but, he's mean, independent. That, that, but the crucial, like, couple of votes that you need... John Woodcock said he'd never vote for, to make Corbyn PM. Does that include this motion of no confidence against mm. the government? That's true. That's and I, true. I, I, I worry about Conservative rebels, some of the more harder Remainers. I worry if... But I think I... If Theresa May was PM and there was emotional confidence in the government, I think they'd support it. If, it, if there was a MOG type figure, I'd worry they'd, they'd back emotional confidence against the government. Do you think
0: but you'd win? Win what? The, the, the election.
1: I, I don't think anyone will win.
0: What do you mean you don't think anyone would win? I mean, we had that case I mean, we not- didn't win 2017. No, no, it was hung parliament. I don't think anyone will win. I think there will be a Labour hung parliament.
1: A Labour minority government.
0: I, I, think it, I, I don't want
1: to predict. So, um, you're good at predictions. Last last time, you did, did, did some, Well, I think you're one seat out, weren't you in your prediction? Oh
0: yes. Oh, so what happened was um, Selma and I were at this um, house gathering, and I was just there was something on that day. I felt there was a big change in public mood. Like throughout the whole election campaign, we were so far behind, but obviously I wanted me to do well. Obviously, I desperately wanted to be prime minister. I put Labour would get three hundred and seventeen seats. No, they're not Labour 317 seats, the Conservatives yeah, gained 317 no. so, seats so just a and little, a hung parliament. A little
1: backstory: For every election, I make A5 little handouts yeah. that have, like, where you can predict, you can write your own little predictions on there. I made them for the US election. They're very cute. Yeah, <laughs> they are cute. Um, and and I, I gave them to everyone and had my own prediction on there, which was 300 seats, sir, I was very, very wrong. <laughs> and how many... Did we get in the end? Uh, 317. The end? I think you got 318. You were at 318. I remember you being one out.
0: Yeah, I was I was one out. Which I did it. the
1: same as the uh, exit poll, I think, as well. I, I did it on the UGov model. I was just yeah, like... Yeah, you, because you, you really believe in the YouGov model. I, I remember um, when we were looking at the YouGov model in uh, Planet Coffee. Plug for a local business. Um, <laughs> I remember looking at and you said, Hastings hey, goes uh, labor. And I was like, we're going to win Hastings easily. How wrong I was. Sorry, Amber. Well, um, she's only 300, just 300 majority. But yeah. no,
0: that was um, that was really interesting and um, putting bets on Skybet <laughs> for specific seats to stay. And that was fun. That yeah. was fun. Um, um, that's,
1: in, in the dollar you were.
0: I, I think it's just one of those things that it, it really was just such a phenomenal campaign and I think that message still resonates with a lot of people. The fact I that...
1: Don't know. I, I don't know. I just think... I think the I, I am of the, the persuasion of Corbyn mania has slightly peaked well
0: peaked. Labour is still polling 40% so I, I don't agree yeah, with that but worst
1: off polling 40% too you're you still
0: polling just... polling 40% right so, you so YouGov YouGov they did a post-election poll after 2017 and the reasons why people voted Conservative and voted Labour the top reason why people voted for the Conservative Party was Brexit anti-Corbyn anti-Labour now, that's not a stable coalition, to be just against something and for Brexit. Because once Brexit is done, which was the overwhelming, well, which is the biggest Brexit's reason... Done, we
1: don't have Theresa May. We leader.
0: don't have Theresa May, but that was the main reason why people voted Conservative. Like, you can't just build a coalition to be against uh, a I political agree. party, because that's agree. what, uh, in many ways, what 2015 Labour was like. It was just against the Tories, offering a... I, I thought was a better vision, but you know, it was mainly just attacking David Cameron rather than... But 2017, Jeremy Corbyn was genuinely offering a fresh vision, focusing on himself, a positive message. And the YouGov poll showed the reasons why people voted for Labour was policies in the manifesto, um, anti-Tory, and then Jeremy Corbyn. Those were the top three reasons why. I don't see how that can go down, especially if Labour are polling 40%. But once Brexit is done, and that's the main reason why people voted for the Conservatives...
1: Because Corbyn is still in... Yes. So you, you've still got the anti-Labor, anti-Corbyn, vote locked in for the Conservatives. That no, was second and, and third. Yeah, no, fine. Mm-hmm. And then you need you need some vision stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And we can get that with the new leader. Sajid Javid and Liz Truss, dream team, visionaries. <laughs> Sajid Javid called the Visionaries for the 21st century. Deliveroo. But for, I don't know, school buses. <laughs> <laughs> Uber, Uber running school buses. Look, that's my dream.
0: Sadr Javid is in charge of banning fascist organisations and he called Momentum a democratic socialist, anti-fascist organisation. He mean, called them neo-fascist. That's terrible. That's terrible. He hasn't banned Momentum. No, he hasn't. Um, so, I mean... I just don't think how the Conservatives... The Conservatives need to win over people under the age of 50. People who they are do, struggling to afford housing. Yeah, no, uh, I agree. Wages are stagnant. Uh, public services crumbling. The NHS, you know, on its knees. Jeremy Corbyn is at least offering a solution. That's why Labour managed to win under
1: 50s this time. Yeah. They also need to win people over the age of 65, 75. Housing, it's such a in the trust. Boom! They're just the 1% of the green belt. And flood it with houses. It's not going to happen, though, is it? I mean, they did not flood it with houses. It's not like a house, it. house, but with Airbnb sponsors. Top. <laughs> so you have you have, to, you have a house, but you have to rent a room out through Airbnb. Love it. Oh. <laughs> I love this.
0: Someone, <laughs> I'm a man of the people here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but coming back to Corbyn and Brexit and mm-hmm. the election, yeah. I, I think there's a real risk now of a mushroom of confidence in the government.
0: A risk, passing. a joy, a, a delightful no, I mean, like, moment.
1: The, the, there is a real chance of a um, motion of confidence in the government. I can't wait. Passing and. Cric- I mean, I mean, one thing that's striking is the whole talk of a motion of no confidence in Theresa May has all but vanished now. Mm. I think the Dean Dory said there's 46 letters in this morning.
0: No mm. nonsense. Is there hell? No, it's there. It's all nonsense. It's the, the worst coup for leadership since the 2015 leadership campaign this against Jeremy chicken Corbyn chicken tutu electric boogaloo <laughs> <I, laughs> it's one of those things that, I mean, Jeremy Corbyn could be Prime Minister by Christmas what a present from Santa that's fantastic for me and for the countries, oh, it would just be so nice imagine that and wow how great would that be but no, <laughs> Th- Theresa May is very clear, she's going to remain Tory leader there's not going to be of no confidence within her own party. I think it's not for me to say it's a non-conservative, definitely non-conservative. But it's, it's <laughs> just... Just in case no one had any idea, you <laughs> weren't <word and laughs> left of Is that Hillary Clinton on tweet notifications? I have Hillary Clinton on tweet notifications. <laughs> um, well, there we are. But no, I, I, it's one of these things that... Um, it's gonna be very interesting. Anything can happen. An emotion of no confidence against the government could happen. This has not happened for a very, very, very long time. But it's gonna be interesting. I can't wait for the next few years. Politics is exciting again. Got TV debates, potential snap election, vote no confidence in the government maybe, Brexit deal being rejected or accepted. Oh my goodness. Right. It's an exciting time to study politics. It's an exciting time to get involved in politics and it's, it's
1: going to be good. I should want Brexit to be over. It's just yeah, but it mind, so, so mind-numbingly tedious. And so would you support the deal then? Well, Just for getting it over? My position is, I do support a deal. My position is... A deal? i tell you the truth. My deal is a deal. Any deal. Any deal, but no deal. This deal? This deal, fine. Great. Let's get it through. Ram it through. Uh, the the thing that I, and it, I I'm I'm fine if you <laughs> you're come laughing that <laughs> to ram it through
0: we are twenty three year olds uh, come on
1: <laughs> my Sam's my Tinder bio sorted <laughs> I want to be out of the my single th- market my my Tinder bio ram the deal through. <laughs> 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 We don't deserve a podcast. Corbin in the, <laughs>
0: Corbin in the streets, May in the weeds. Oh no. May in the weeds!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you've got to edit this as well. <laughs> Why, George <What? laughs>
1: Oh, where were we? <laughs> where were we? Come on. Oh, blimey. Right. I don't mind if you don't like this deal. Yes. Propose a new deal. Propose propose something else. People that annoy me the most are the No Deal Brexiteers mm-hmm. and the Second Referendum Remainers. Mm. I, I think they're, they're two sides of the same coin, to be frank. The ERG and... I don't know what to call it. Is FB, this horseshoe? FBPE. Uh,
0: follow back pro-Europe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pro-European uh, Union. Um, but yeah, no, that's... So horseshoe theory. You're advocating horseshoe theory here.
1: <laughs> but... For, but for, We've had Brexit, no-dealers, and uh, Labour second referendums. Uh, referendums. Labour second referendums? Oh, like EU second referendums. But Mm -hmm. but one thing I I find baffling, and and well done to them, is that the so-called moderates in the Labour Party have have positioned themselves as, oh, we're moderate, we're we're pragmatic, yeah, go on about second referendum all the time. The the country just wants wants it over (coughs) and done with. And I think with Jeremy Hunt, that um, said, board of Brexit, the, the bobs of the country. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. no, board of Brexit. The country. I I think where the vast majority of the country is, is they want a deal. Mm-hmm. They don't want no deal, of Brexit. They want a deal.
0: But they don't want this deal. They want a
1: good deal, so they yeah, don't yeah. want this deal, which is a fair position to say, They don't want this deal, mm-hmm. but they also don't want a second referendum. People sh- people are mm-hmm. su- surprised we haven't left yet. Mm-hmm. People are shocked that we haven't left yet. Yeah. And the the people that want no deal i think clearly will damage the country a lot of them a lot of them um, concede that it could damage the country in the short term mm. but then i just think that the second referendum referendum people too that has significant potential to divide the country and it it's frightening.
0: Oh, definitely. I think the idea of a second referendum would undermine faith in British democracy. 17.4 million people voted for Leave with honest intentions, and uh, many of them working-class people... Uh, I mean, you mean, know, just,
1: just take Bransome here in Hull. Mm-hmm. Brandzone is a... I think it used to be one of Europe's largest council states. Yes. Brandzone. People going to the polls where people have never voted before. <coughs> people going to the polls to vote to Leave the EU, And you're undermining... Uh, you're undermining the vote when you say we should have a second referendum. This isn't a general election. Mm. General election. We don't have another general election when the uh, pre- uh, prime minister elect goes goes to goes to, the, uh, goes to the Buckingham Palace to see the Queen. Mm-hmm. We don't have another ref- uh, another election in between that. I wish we did. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah, go on. May like, We're like Corbyn stops. So in we'll the park. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> another election. <laughs> no entry. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. We, we need to at least implement uh, Brexit. We need to leave the EU. And then if you want to advocate second referendum, fine. But advocating one before we leave the EU, I think, undermine, undermines faith in democracy you, entirely. You
0: mentioned Branson, Orchard Park, the sixth most deprived ward, I believe, in England or the United Kingdom, I believe voted 80% leave. And I think the turnout was higher than uh, the average in the whole, which yeah. is, is just people voted for this with honest intentions and a second referendum would undermine um, faith and i remember so let's not do that
1: i remember my dad and to be to be fair he was a Remainer. Mm-hmm. i mean he's not very, very interested in politics but he voted remain um, he said ah, it's not going to happen he, we're not going to leave even even after we had voted to leave they, they're not gonna the, the politicians do this all the time mm. they're gonna overturn it and my brother-in-law who um, did vote to leave he said the same thing too people didn't trust politicians, uh, which is in large large part why they vote to leave in the first place, mm. and gonna undermine that. It's a, it's a massively elitist position, and actually it frustrates me to no end. The, par-
0: the parliamentary deadlock should not be solved through a second referendum, it should be solved through a general
1: election. I, d- I, I disagree with both those positions, but, but, the, but this but it's deal, or a deal, any deal, some deal, please give me a deal. Well, it's
0: interesting, because you say that, you say that right. The the country want a deal, but they don't want to know, They don't want this deal. They don't want a no deal. It might take a little bit more time to get this good deal. So I don't understand why. And it could happen, actually, because I do believe there's a parliamentary majority to extend Article 50, which would mean we don't leave in March 2019, we leave a bit later. So we'd be asking the European leaders to go, we need a little bit more time. But I they've don't already see- said
1: no to that, haven't
0: they? Well, I don't know. I, th- I, I, think, I, don't think, know. I think
1: they've already said no to... You. They'll extend if, it if we have a second referendum. If, no, this, if
0: this deal was rejected... But we, do you
1: want for a renegotiation. If
0: this deal was rejected, we're not going to get substantial changes in 21 days. However, if we go, we need a little bit more time, we want to extend Article 50, we ask them and they say yes, my goodness, what happens to Theresa May? Because she's been saying all along, we are leaving on this date, set date, March 29th, 2019. If she's mandated by Parliament to ask to extend Article 50, and it is extended surely her position is untenable because I she mean, will be dis- it's uh, removed. It's interesting she's
1: not actually ruled out resigning if her deal doesn't go through. Mm. I mean, she staked everything on this deal. Yes. Everything. Um, let's see what happens. I
0: don't think she will resign, but if she's mandated to extend Article 50, she can't do it. She won't do it because you know, she's been very clear that we are leaving in March 29th, 2019. So surely she has to go or seek a fresh mandate. Don't Don't you think that?
1: Yeah, I mean... For all her flaws, she's she's a very. <laughs> she very stubborn. What's the what's a nice word for stubborn? Um, she she she's she
0: stuck by her guns stu- for this yeah, deal. No she's me, stuck uh, by her guns for this terrible terrible deal. And no you know me, what? No. Fair play to her for sticking saying yeah. this bad deal is a good deal. It's not. The country can see but, it for what it is. It's a bad deal.
1: She she is um, she has staying power and, I sh- I mean there is there isn't any al- clear alternative right now. General election. There isn't there are there are plenty of alternatives after she after we leave the EU. So I, I, I always say I, this this is not many people agree, but I always thought that the best position for her was to say to Conservative MPs that she'd leave in March twenty nineteen, that she, she she'd say out a date she'd be leaving. Mm-hmm. Because anyone that tries to challenge her, these forty-eight, well, not forty-eight letters, like yeah, twenty, like, yeah. Two, yeah. like two, like <laughs> two. I think. Um, I think Simon Clark put his letter in, took it out, put it back in. Is it, where is it? Is it? Lost in the post right now? <laughs> Who
0: knows? Well, to be fair, when Royal Mail was privatised, he wouldn't shop me.
1: That <laughs> <laughs> but um, that anyone that submitted a letter when she'd already said she's leaving would just look selfish. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they already do now. The, uh, the public aren't, uh, uh, enthusiastic about Monk putting, putting uh, his letter in. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's let's see what happens. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, Brexit.
0: Brexit, indeed. It's going to be uh, an eventful few weeks. It's going to be very good. We'll wait and see what happens. Could be the end of the government. Talking about um, things which are that broken. A,
1: that was a bad segue. <laughs> Leave, to, leave the segues to me, George. Talk,
0: t- talking about things that are broken, our Twitter feed, um, we've actually got a Twitter which is uh, at B-M-B, that's Bravo Mike uh, Bravo <laughs> not, Pod. Not, not
1: B-M-B
0: Pod.
1: <laughs> <laughs> B- <laughs> I didn't think when I, when I set that up, I thought, God, that's going to be awkward for me to say it. B- B-M-B pod. Just, Yeah, Pod. B-M-B Pod. B-M-B Pod. B-M-B Pod. If you're in pod. doubt, realise that someone called Salman won't be endorsing BMP pod <laughs> anytime soon. BMB pod.
0: Um, we, we asked for questions um, to be given to us and there's one salmon from Sarah Stook uh, at underscore Sarah sorry Sarah at, <laughs> I can't say my words. <laughs>
1: I'm leaving that part in.
0: <laughs> at Sarah underscore Stook and the question is do you believe Brexit helped trigger a mindset in America that helped elect Donald Trump, or do you believe that was from years of ineptitude from US politicians? What do you
1: think? That so? is one meaty question. That is a
0: naughty question, no, yeah.
1: You could not be vegan and tackle that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> are, you,
0: are you still single? <laughs> He is a single man at <laughs> Not underscore team, Salman Amboise. <laughs>
1: so we slide to it.
0: You can slide to his DMs at any time. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> but, what do you think about that? Um, maybe. Maybe. Um, I think <clears throat> Brexit allowed Trump to call himself Mr. Brexit. Mr. Brexit, yeah. And, and Farage going over there. Yeah. And there was this really odd, odd thing, but. Hillary Clinton literally referenced Farage in a speech during the election. You think what 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 kind of weird twisted universe am I living in? Yeah, that's true. But do I think Brexit helped American voters to to vote for Donald Trump? No, because he was already the candidate. Yeah, he well, pretty much already the candidate. I think officially it was like July twenty sixteen, but. He was already pretty much the candidate before um, Brexit for uh, for the GOP, mm. so I think that signals you know, something really wrong with the GOP to begin with. And I talked about this recently with a few friends about how how the GOP is, is rotten to its core now. The grand old party, yeah. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and the Republicans ha- have have I-, I think systematic racism when it comes to um, voting with. Um, trying to um, undermine and stop uh, African-Americans voting in the U.S. Um, I think they've allowed um, a lot of racism to uh, permeate throughout the years. I mean, even if you have, I think John McCain and uh, Mitt Romney, both honourable politicians, and I'm not actually an Obama fan, even though I do support the Democrats, I'm not an Obama fan. Mm -hmm. Um, Underneath all that, there was a lot of rot. I mean, we had Sarah Perling from McCain, and sure, he re- he regretted it, but we the Tea Party was dodgy as hell. Um, we there there the are far right members of the GOP in the US. Um, yeah. But but do you think Brexit? But in, in the, the mindset of American voters, I think I think I, I think no, I think Donald Trump was entity in. in into himself. I
0: think it was one of these things, Brexit, when they looked across the pond saying things can change if you vote for it, and I think people did take a risk with Donald Trump. Those who felt let down by the establishment, the establishment not investing in left behind communities and the working class, they thought, you know, we'll give Trump a try, and they did in the states which uh, Hillary Clinton failed to win in the Rust Belt, etc. Do I think Brexit was significant and a big talking point during the US presidential election? No. But it could have been at the back of people's minds saying, actually, things can change. We can shake up the system. Donald Trump, is a man um, on the outside, and he is going to shake up the system, drain the swamp, etc. And they took the risk and voted for him. And uh, yeah. the, the job of the Democrats is to actually offer a positive message of hope and investment and to actually bring the left-behind communities This is where you're going to Sanders. I would love Bernie Sanders. Uh, imagine that. Bernie Sanders is president, Jeremy Corbyn is prime minister. That Bloomberg, is
1: give me Bloomberg.
0: Bloomberg, come on. Oh. He's not going to win over the people give who don't... Give me Michael
1: Bloomberg. You're oh, he, an actual billionaire. An actual billionaire. and, and Four we, more years I, of I, Trump, if he won. I joke about the actual billionaire part, but I think in large part why they vote for Trump. is He was a businessman... I think that was part of his image, people trusted him, he knows what he's doing, I think in negotiations for example, generally in negotiations, people trust a businessman, they trusted him to do what's best for America, <coughs> uh, in, especially when negotiating trade uh, deals. And the thing
0: is he didn't look like he was financed by anybody else because he was a very rich man, he didn't need any you know, he, 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 he I, peddled yeah. the line that he didn't need any money from anybody else, and obviously he did, you know, he wouldn't have won the election campaign just based on his money. Um, but he got all the airtime as well. But Donald Trump, he managed to mobilise a lot of people, um, and I think the Democrats need to have a positive message of hope, be strong on healthcare, be strong on public services, be strong on all these domestic policies. Thank you, Sarah. That was a good question. Yeah. And if you want to ask us a question, please do, at BMB pod, please do. We've
1: BMB BMB. We've had, had some in,
0: interesting questions from Liam Fallon and Ben Gartside. Hole's finest, of course, which we're not going to repeat on here. <laughs> um, but no, please do tweet us. Please do follow. Um, we've got 28 followers or something like that. It's not not 34. 34. That's gone up six.
1: That's good. 35. I refresh the page. Fantastic. We're growing. Wow.
0: We're growing movement. With this is. Call us Mr Brexit, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm editing that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think I think it's time to bring in we, the we new thought? feature of the week.
1: Because I want to nationalise something every week. <laughs> Wouldn't it be wonderful?
0: So Dennis Skinner at 2018 Labour conference during his speech, he said he wanted to nationalise one thing a week. So we thought we'd give him a few ideas uh, of what he could do, so this is nationalisation of the week. Oh, This week's... <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> um, so the nationalisation of the week, for me, I think should be Cadbury's. So firstly...
1: I... <laughs> <laughs> that's, me- that's a massive sigh from me. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's, well, the thing is, firstly, it should not have been sold off to Kraft, the American food giant. It has led to the decimation of Cadbury products. The Cadbury cream egg has been fundamentally changed. And I think that was abhorrent. And the price of Freddo's. The the price of Freddo's, I think, is increased absolutely substantially. And I think this is one thing How that much unites are they the now? nation. I believe 25p. Jesus. That's shameful, isn't it? I remember when they were 10p, then 15p, then 20p, then That's 25p.
1: Your old man, That's your old.
0: So either the two options here is either price cap on Freddo's or... And make sure, <laughs> <laughs> and make sure wages rise at the same uh, pace as the, uh, you know, or wages? make sure, or make sure uh, the wages rise at the same price. Uh, <laughs> Fredos do as well. So I think nationalisation of Cadburys and a price cap on Fredos. I think this is the thing that you can knight this country after God. Brexit. Fingers crossed we can get that through. Come on, twenty five p for Fredo. that is not ethical capitalism. A Corbyn
1: government. Destroying industry and Cadbury's.
0: He, he doesn't support, unfortunately. Maybe, well, you got to wait for the National Greg Service first <laughs> and the, the People's Spoons, but uh, those are stories for another time.
1: Oh, God.
0: As there's a nationalisation of the week. But
1: my, my national, nationalisation of the week Ooh. is Waitrose.
0: Mm.
1: I'm from Hull. I'm a humble man. Mm-hmm. We don't have a waitress here. Mm. I hate Waitrose. <laughs> it's possible. It's poncy, it's too too posh for its own good, so let's nationalise it, and destroy it from the inside. Waitrose Um, is an
0: inside job.
1: Let's destroy, let, let the state destroy Waitrose as the state destroyed British Rail.
0: Well, to be fair, Conservatives uh, being for uh, mass job losses and the destruction of workers' rights, and uh, especially the workers who work in Waitrose, which is a workers' cooperative. You can't
1: get a waitress and hold. They don't, they don't, they don't deem... Waitrose or PrEP. PrEP. Mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, what's wrong with Greg's? I don't want avocado in my sandwich. I, no, mm.
0: I don't... That's Millennials, Generation X and Y people. I'm trying we can't to buy a house. to save for a house. <laughs> <laughs> <or> a house. <laughs> I don't want avocado toast. my sandwich. Thank you very much. Inconsiderate <laughs> bastards. <laughs> oh, so Cadbury's and Waitrose. You're on the hit list. At Dennis Skinner. He's done that Twitter. Corbin's
1: coming for you, Waitrose. Watch out. Correct position. Correct position. But it's a workers'
0: cooperative. And I think that's actually fantastic. I and just uh,
1: think it's Ponzi bread... <laughs> Poncey water. I don't
0: know. I just, I just can't. Have you ever been to a Waitrose before? You haven't been Anywhere to
1: a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. There isn't one in Hull. No, actually isn't. There's one outside there are- of Hull. In a, in a village outside of Hull. Not, not in Hull. It's
0: outside of Hull. You know where
1: I shop? You know where I shop? Guess. Iceland. Nothing wrong with it.
0: You're no. not hair foods?
1: I I I'm food. Food. The first Heron Foods was opened like a minute away from my house. Oh, it's st- really? still open. Really? Um the um, more you know it's salmon. Oh, that, that,
0: that <laughs> is that is, is that by um the place where Jeremy Corbyn came to speak in Hull a few years ago.
1: Um I've probably there I've been to more Corbyn rallies than I have May rallies but that's another story.
0: Comrade Anwar.
1: You found, you, you saw me at one of Corbyn's rallies. I think rallies.
0: that's a, the one of the first times I ever met you properly, yeah. I think it yeah. genuinely was. Yeah, because
1: I, okay, fun, this is slight, slight tangent, <laughs> but a fun, fun story. So I decided to um, go to a Corbin rally. He, he was campaigning mm-hmm. about two minutes away from my house, two minutes away from my house, mm-hmm. at a retail park with a Poundland and a McDonald's. Socialism at your doorstep. <laughs> Um so I thought I'd go though. Um and I actually um ironically quote unquote ironically bought a um t shirt. So I wore that at the Funds go to
0: the Labour Party.
1: <laughs> Twenty pounds for the Labour Party. <laughs> More expensive T shirt. <laughs> um, so I went I went to the rally. Um I waited a fair while for Corbyn. Um there's a video of um the Guardian actually interviewing Corbyn, I think it was the same day that Ken, Ken Livingston. Livingston locked himself in a disabled toilet after saying mm. to the word Hitler so many times mm. on the radio. Mm. Um, so, there was, so there was John Pienaar there and The Guardian there. And you can see me in a Guardian yeah. video following Corbyn trying to get a selfie. Um, and, I'm, I, and I was there pretending to be a Labour activist and then George saw me there and <laughs> outed me in front of everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Outed you as the Tory, yeah. And then Corbyn comes and my phone dies, (laughs) my phone dies. I asked George, can I borrow his phone for a selfie? What do you say, George?
0: I said no. I didn't know you that well. I I didn't know you that well, because I I thought you were just trying to cause mayhem, like a coalition of
1: chaos. I lived two minutes away, so I ran home, got my iPad, (laughs) ran back and got a selfie with Corbyn. And I actually felt bad because he was about to drive away and ask asked for a selfie and some, someone said no 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 he needs to leave and Corbett said, No, give the man a selfie. Yeah. I got a selfie.
0: The thing about Jeremy is is that um that literally in a crowd of people he wants to talk to everyone. I mean there was, it was only fantastic at
1: that, <laughs> <by> that point. <laughs> no, I mean, I, but by, by the point I ride back, I was soaking because I was slightly sweaty and it was raining too.
0: And I don't want to know about your fantasies about Jeremy Corbyn,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, fun fact. Um, got a selfie with Corbyn. I've been to many, many Corbyn rallies.
0: Yeah, and um,
1: first time I've pro- properly met. Oh,
0: fantastic. And um, I don't know when uh, when Salman Amar is MP. Then you can meet him in uh, you can meet him in Parliament, and uh, hopefully he'll be sitting at the dispatch box as Prime Minister. For Hull <laughs>
1: East, the Conservative MP for Hull East. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Carl. <laughs> I'm coming for you.
0: Imagine that though, imagine that Labour landslide and just this, this bit of blue in Holly, <laughs> like Salmon Anwar. It's like
1: 2015, we're all west. The slide. the Annslide. <laughs> the Annslide, <laughs> Salmon Anwar everywhere, Salmon Anwar came in Kensington, um, Hollies. Salmon Anwar everywhere. Anyway, it's like Harold Saxon in Doctor Who, somehow. Which
0: party was Harold Saxon, which party was the was Love Actually? He
1: was definitely New Labour. Harold Saxon yeah. was definitely New Labour. But Love Actually? But he, he, he was supported by Adam Widdicombe. <laughs> so he was, he, was like, he was Blue Kip. Did Harriet Jones
0: support? Um, Harriet Jones was not... <laughs> because she was Prime Minister. Did she um, back the motion of no confidence in, uh that's, that's for next week next That's the next week, week. But um, <laughs> next week. Love Actually I will, we'll, we'll end up on this point Because I know this caused, And it's near Christmas now Love Actually The Prime Minister Which political party Was here?
1: I'll let you into A little secret George Go on And you know what I'm going to say Go on I've never actually seen Love Actually <gasps> I've I've
0: at, at underscore salmon Anwar. I've what? not seen tweet, any tweet, films. Tweet, tweet Salman.
1: What is, what is The Godfather, for example? Oh, seen, you've got to
0: watch it. Uh, I've not seen any
1: Disney films.
0: At under, what do you mean you haven't seen, like, Pixar? But no, like, actual Disney
1: Have you seen film. WALL-E? Oh, I've, seen, I've seen WALL-E. I mean, how can you not like WALL-E? It's a very good
0: film. Very good. Cars I've, 2. Cars
1: is a classic. Cars 2 is trash. <laughs> 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 we'll leave it on with that. <laughs> um, uh, Oh, but, yeah, no, thank, yeah. You,
0: thank you very much for listening. Do
1: send in your questions at BMB Pod. <laughs> uh, follow us at, at Umschor At George Ailert. And join us again next week. For breakfast means breakfast. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. And conference, mark my words, we will make breakfast, Brexit, a success.